Now, I don't know how the market's been treating you, but for me, it's been one roller coaster ride after another. And this is one roller coaster ride that I am not enjoying. But I'm going to tell you all about it on this episode of Sir Trader Lot, the podcast. Sir Trader Lot, the podcast. So, what can I say? Roller coaster ride, one after the other. So, my problem that I've been having is holding on to my gains. You know, I can make some gains in my account, but then eventually I hit that dip and everything that I gain seems to get wiped away. So, let's recap over the last couple of weeks. This is going back two weeks ago, starting Monday, August 13th, and I wrote the stuff down, so... I wouldn't forget, but I started started the day off with two stocks that I swung over from Friday. Um, that's AMPE and RSLS, and nothing real significant. Um, I sold both of those for like a eight dollar gain um, total between them both of them. Um, so my first day trade on that Monday, this is where the roller coaster starts to go up. So I got into TIS. Um, I got in at a dollar and fifty-three cent, and I got out at two dollars and four cent. So that was about a gain of eighty dollars. You know, a good start to the week. Um, and if I remember correctly, I think my goal for the week—I think I started around two hundred and sixty, two hundred seventy dollars or something around that um, price range—and my goal for the end of the week was to get back to my original starting point, which was $350. So with this gain, it put me up to like 320. So, you know, I'm I'm already very close to my my um the goal that I had for the week. So, you know, I'm feeling good. But we're about to get to that first dip in the roller coaster. So I did um get another stock CVM that I was going to swing trade into Tuesday. But I didn't really I didn't I don't have a lot of information on this one. Um I have that I did get in at a dollar and two cent. Um I got in because it had a strong close with increased volume. Um it had intraday volume almost two million compared to um an average volume of about four hundred ninety thousand. But I don't think it was a, a significant trade. Um, if I did have any gains or losses, it was very minimal. Uh, but here comes the dip. DCAR. I got in at a dollar and fourteen cents. Um, the reason I got into this stock is because they had nothing but good news on the earnings report. I think they increased revenue about by about over a hundred percent. They had new plans for their um, product. They're expanding services to different cities. Like everything that you can possibly think of, it was all positive. No negative news. Nothing negative came out of it. So my mind thought is, okay, the stock has to react positively to the news. Like there's no way... The stock, I mean, I understand stocks, they make gains and then, you know, you have day traders who take their profits. But 
I didn't think that it would lose all of its gains that it gained that day, but it did. So I got in that 114 because of my mindset. Um, when the stock started to drop, I'm, I'm steady thinking that it's going to bounce back because it was nothing but good news. So it has to be good for the stock price. Um, but I believe the, the previous close price for DCAR, I think it was maybe around 90 cents. I can't remember. But needless to say, at the end of, end of it all, DCAR, it got up maybe to a high of high in the upper 120s or low 130s. But it ended up dropping all the way down and I got out at 87 cents. So the $80 that I got on Monday, I ended up giving it right back on Tuesday. And that was mainly because, you know, I was taking it for granted that good news was going to turn into, you know, something positive as far as the um, stock price. But I was wrong. So the money that I gained on Monday... I gave almost exactly the same amount, gave it right back on Tuesday. Um, and one mistake that I made, I can't remember where I heard it or where I read it, but it was someone who said, never take a day trade, a losing day trade, and turn it into a swing trade. If you have a losing day trade, you get rid of it, you know, you sell your position. Me, I didn't do that because of my thought process. I'm thinking, you know, positive news equals, you know, something positive in the stock price. But it didn't happen. And I paid I paid my um my price. So two things I learned, like I said, one thing I already knew, but I didn't practice it, but never turn a day trade, a losing day trade into a swing trade. And the other thing I learned was to not try to predict what the market is going to do. You know, look at the chart, go by, you know, price action, you know, play the cards you're given. Don't try to predict the future, you know, because nine times out of ten, things might not go your way. So that was, you know, the biggest lesson learned for that week is to play the cards you're given. Um, and I didn't do that. Something told me to, but like I said, positive news nothing could go wrong but everything went wrong so i lost my gains that i had on monday and you know usually roller coasters go up and then down and then up and then down this one went down and it went down some more because i got into ptie now the dcar that was my fault because I should have got out of the stock earlier than what I did. I shouldn't have swung it over to the next day. And, you know, I shouldn't have taken the, taken the good news for granted. PTIE, partly my fault, partly not my fault. I got in. This is a day trade um, that I got into at 159. No, um, yeah, so it started off as a day trade. Um, I got in at 159. It got up to 234 as a high. Um, and it closed at a dollar and ninety-seven cent. Um another thing that I do 
that I shouldn't do is I let other factors play a part in whether or not I sell a stock. And I think I said this before. A lot of times I'm so worried about holding on to my day trades that I hold the stock longer than I should and longer than I probably would if I didn't have to worry about day trades. Um, should have got out, you know, around the 234 mark, maybe 225, you know, anywhere around there and took my gains. Um, but like I said, I wanted to hold on to my day trade. So I held it overnight, which didn't turn out to be such a bad choice initially, you know, because after hours, it, um, the price, it, it went from 197 back up to 210. Now, where the trouble for this one starts is the next morning, Wednesday morning. I wake up, I turn over, I grab my phone, I open up um, the Webull app. That's what I use uh, for my quotes. So I open up the app, and I, li I literally had to blink a few times and wipe my eyes. Because when I opened up the app, I turned over and looked. And the price was at 104. And I couldn't believe it. You know, I, I thought for sure I was looking at the wrong stock. Like, this can't be the stock that I bought last night. I mean, it was at 210. So I go through and I search the news. And at some point overnight, you know, they announced um, an offering. And it dropped 90 cents to a dollar. So money-wise, that's over $100 loss for me. And it dropped my account. I think I was at like two-something already. It dropped it down to under, under $100. So at that point, I was, ready to, I was ready to get off the roller coaster. Like I was just like, stop the ride. You know, I need to take a break. Um, but that's the end of my notes. So everything else that happened, I don't really have details of it but i know i did get into a stock after ptie um actually i got into it just out of frustration i just wanted to i just got something and i was like well i'm gonna hold this and i'm just gonna see what it do and it actually got me some good gains um it got me back up over a hundred dollars and over the last over this week this is the week ending um the 24th friday the 24th um, so up to this point, being that my account is small, like I don't know what it is with me having a small account, but I'm able to limit my losses and, you know, I'm able to pretty much make some gains on my account. Um, I know today, Friday, um, I had a good trade, AMMA. I can't remember the exact news, but I think the company, um, had I think they bought another company out, I believe. I can't remember the exact news, but um it was a thirty thirty uh, the, the, see I should have wrote it down, but I know the stock was around I think it opened up like around thirty something cents and I think I got in like maybe around thirty four and I got out like around forty eight cents. And after I got out it actually started to go i think the high of the day was like 58 cent or 60 cent so i did leave some money on the table 
Um, after selling, I thought about the fact that I probably should have just sold half my position and kept the other half to see what was going to happen. But I get tired of holding on to stocks and waiting to see what it's going to do and then to do something that I don't like. So I just got out. I took my gains and I was telling myself whatever happens afterwards, you know, I can't be upset because I did gain. I'm get some, make some gain. So at this point, like I said, my account drops and then it goes up and then it drops. So right now, I had a good week this week. Um, I didn't have too many losers. Um, the ones I did have, I kept them at a minimum. And I am actually back up to about 320. So not back to my starting point yet, but I'm definitely moving in the right direction. Um, from here, my big goal is to limit my losses. I can't, you know, build on my gains if I'm always trying to make back what I lost. So that's my, my, my big goal for this week to not take, you know, too many big losses. And I know one reason that I end up taking the loss or big loss as my account grow because I'm buying more shares. So instead of me losing, you know, $1 for every tick, you know, once my account grows, I'm, I'm usually losing like six, eight, ten dollars every tick. So, you know, I have to have to stay disciplined and keep my losses to a minimum. You know, that's the big thing for this week. And hopefully, you know, by the end of the week, I'm going to set a goal for, I'm going to say 450. I'm going to set a goal for 450 for the, now I'm going to set a goal. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and challenge myself. I'm going to set a goal for 450, I mean for 500. So that's going to be $150 gain for the week. Um, and it's doable. You know, if I can keep my minimum, I mean my losses to a minimum, and I can find, you know, one or two um, breakout momentum trades. It's doable. Um, I'm happy with this week. Two weeks ago, not good. Um, a lot of frustration. Um, took a lot of losses. But it seemed like the losses always bring on, you know, future gains. So I need my gains to bring on future gains. That's what I'm working on. But like I said, it's been a good week and I feel confident about next week. I'm excited about next week. So that's how my last two weeks been. Like I said, it's been a roller coaster ride. I was ready to jump off, but I'm glad I didn't. Um, I was going to take like a two, three day break and just let um, the week play itself out. Um, but like I said, I got into a stock. I can't remember what stock it was, but I got into a stock and you know, it got me some gains and got me back on, on track. So I'm looking good. I'm at like 320 um, as it stands right now. And I have a few stocks that I'm swinging over um, into next week. Actually, I have two. I have RGSE and I have CIG, I believe. Um, I really don't have the details of them. But um, I definitely definitely have an update, especially if it's anything significant, um, positive or negative. But uh, that's about it for now. Um, in the next segment, 
I'm going to talk about halts. You know, a lot of times I get into a trade, um, depending on the volume and the price movement, it might have like a two, three, five minute halt. So I'm going to go through, you know, the purpose of them, what are they for, the different types and things like that. So sit back, relax and enjoy the next segment. Okay, so if you've been trading long enough, chances are you have experienced a halt. And halts can happen at any time. Um, They can happen during extended hours and, of course, during regular market hours. Um, There are different kinds of halts. Um, The most common being ones that are for pending news and for um, volatility pause. There are risks associated with um, halts, uh, mostly dealing with the price you know it can reopen um at any price lower or higher you know it's been times where i put in a market order during a halt and when the stock resumed trading like it jumped up probably like 15 cents from um where i initially put my order in so you know um it can jump up or down so you know you have to be careful when you are trading um, and the stock goes into a halt. Um, they usually have different time frames as far as how long the halt lasts. Um, for ones pending news, they say they can last up, you know, to an hour or more. And usually volatility pauses usually last for five minutes sometimes 10 but they aren't usually um that long in duration but like i said there are different types um you have the volatility pause you have the ones for pending news you have the ones um sometimes if fraud is suspected then they'll have a um a halt for that and then they also have one that's a t12 and that's for information requested. And just a little bit about each one um, for the volatility pause. That's usually the most common. You know, that's when the stock is making big gains or has a big loss in a five-minute five period. And that can cause a automatic, what they call circuit breaker. And like I said, that lasts about five minutes. And the halt is mostly just a smooth out the um you know the volatility and try to prevent um any crashes of the market and the halt um it also serves a purpose to try to give traders you know some time to research the stock um and any news that may be you know associated with the the price movement just to try to give people um you know time to reconsider or think about what they're doing and that could be a good thing or a bad thing. You know, sometimes you can second guess yourself and sometimes the heart can, you know, make you make decisions that you probably wouldn't have made if the heart didn't happen. Um, but that's, you know, the most common. You also have ones um, dealing with the news and these can happen anytime um, during the day. But um these halts can go either way, you know, the news can be good or bad. And often they 
happen when a stock is making um, big moves off of rumors. So if it's a rumor like uh, a stock is about to go into bankruptcy or file for bankruptcy and then the stock starts to drop, the company or the market may put a halt on the stock so that the company can, you know, address that situation to say whether or not the, especially if it's not true, you know, they, they'll come out and, you know, um, release release some news saying that, you know, it's just a rumor, it's not true, and try to, um, you know, pretty much save their stock. Um, that's about it for that one. Um, like I said, it can go up or down either way. The news can be good or bad, so... Definitely, if um, you have a halt and you're waiting for news, you definitely want to, you know, keep your eye open for that news. Don't walk away from the computer or um, from whatever app or brokerage account you're using. Keep your eye on it because you never know where it's going to go. And then they have the T12 info requested code. Um, And this usually happens when you have a stock that's making big gains and and there's no news or, you know, no earnings report or no reason for um, the stock to be running up. And like I said, it usually happens on pump and dumps or um, if you have a huge short squeeze. And usually with these type of halts, um, since nothing is supporting the move, the stock usually plummets after the, um, the halt. So if you have a stock that's running up and there's no news or nothing supporting the um the big jump in price then um usually after the halt um you may have a a big decline in the price and there is a website that you can go to um nasdaqtrader.com n a s d a q t r a d e r.com and you can look for the quick link um on the page for um, current trading halts and this site gives you the type of halt so you can you know see if it's for volatility or if it's news pending um, or whatever so it tells you the type of halt it tells you the time the halt began what price it was when the halt began and it tells you when the trading resumed and what price it resumed at you know so that's a good um site just to have, you know, so if your stock goes into a halt, you kind of know why. Um, and you can also just search, you know, some people might use that as a trading strategy. You know, they look for stocks that's in a halt and they might, they might try to, they might try to jump in and, um, make some gains, you know, off a halt. So, oh, oh, um, you know, cause you can gain either way, you know, look for a stock to drop if you go on short or look for a stock to, um, keep making gains on the upside if you're going long. So um, that's about it for the halts. Um, Hope it was informational. And there is more information out there on halts. Um, I got that from uh, a site called um, Warrior Trading. Um, I have no affiliation with the site. Um, I just, you know, was Googling and came across it. But um, there is other information, like Investopedia.com has some information along with other sites. So, you know, something good to know if you're going to be trading, you want to know um, why certain things are happening, you know, what's the reason behind it, and, you know, how to move forward when certain things do happen. So I hope it was informational for you. Um, 
And that's about it for this podcast. So remember, um, you can follow me on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and that's Sir Trade a Lot um, with the dots in between. So S I R dot T R A D E dot A dot L O T. And you can add another dot 21 for uh, my email. So that's S I R dot T R A D E dot A dot L O T dot 21 at gmail.com if you want to email me um and the podcast is found pretty much on every major podcaster so um follow me send me messages let me know if you like it or if you love it um and i will be updating you on my progress towards twenty five thousand. we're gonna get there Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but we will make it. So thank you for listening. And until next time, I like big bucks and I cannot lie.